Project Management Insights, providing project managers with professional development in the interpersonal skills areas of leadership, team building and communication. Welcome to today's episode of Project Management Insights. Today, I want to provide you with seven tips to set up the perfect project schedule. And here I'm talking about for about a medium-sized project. Tip number one. Start your schedule as you're writing your business case. I think we often underestimate the power of the work or the material that we're collecting when we are writing our business case. We have to put a timeline or a schedule in our business case in order to have it approved. And so we've already begun that task of understanding what will be required to deliver this change that our business case is talking about. And so it's a great time to open up your project schedule template that you might be using. And I love using a Gantt chart. And what I do is just start collecting those high level items that would normally go into my project, uh, my business case. And this would be what goes into your business case, but it, it's and it's going to be the start of your project schedule. So start working on your project schedule in a Gantt chart, on a Gantt chart, as you are building your business case. You then build it out from there. So the second tip is to drill down to the detail. Now, this is having the assumption that you start with the high level, of course. So as I've just described, often for your business case, the high level is enough and you'll get estimates on a high level, the high level that's required to be able to complete that set of tasks. Well, the next thing that you need to do then is to drill down to the detail. The reason you have to drill down to the detail is so that you can clearly track and you can make sure that there are no assumptions that have been missed or and that there are expectations that are shown and called out because these are important in terms of setting up your project schedule. And it's oftentimes where project schedules end up being a waste of time because they are so off track, it's not funny. And they're so off track because these expectations and assumptions aren't included and the the detail is not included in the project schedule enough so that, that, that you can monitor the smaller sets of tasks that need to be completed and who's going to complete them. So tip number three is to gather the schedules from your streams and integrate them. Don't try creating a project schedule on your own. You do not have all of the desired knowledge of what's required down to that detailed level from particular streams, teams, other people. It doesn't matter if it's other experts and not actually groups of people in a stream. But it's important or and it's important that you get those knowledge holders, the people that are going to be completing the work to give you their estimates of the time it's going to take for them to complete the work that they know needs to be done. So get them to give you 
estimates and tasks that need to be included, even if it means sitting down with them on a whiteboard and mapping it out. And I've done that before because they don't like creating schedules themselves. They don't wanna to have to bother with a schedule. They just wanna to have to do the work. And yet for you, you want the schedule. You want to show your business owner and your project control board that you fully understand exactly all of the work and all of the tasks that needed, need to be completed and undertaken in order to successfully deliver this project change. So you need that detail in your project schedule. They have the knowledge and the information of the detail and what's required, so go and get it from them and then integrate it into your own project schedule. Cutting and paste is absolutely brilliant and or take a photograph of your whiteboard and then come back and put that into your project schedule. Uh, it, it'll make your life easier. Okay, tip number four. Be clear on dependencies. Oftentimes we don't pay enough attention to the dependencies and guess what? Our project schedule gets derailed because a dependency wasn't delivered on time and all of a sudden everything else gets shunted backwards and then you know, you've got problems with your project and it goes into red. So make sure that you understand from the streams, from the teams, from the people, the individuals that are working on the project, ask the questions. Are there any dependencies? Do you need this before you do this? Who needs to deliver this to you before you can do this? Do you need anyone to deliver anything before you can do this? Ask those questions because oftentimes the teams themselves or the people on the teams don't think about it. It's like they have an, an assumption that it will happen. They have an assumption that the material will be delivered to them in order for them to do their job. That assumption is what's going to create problems if it's not called out. So make sure that you understand or ask the questions are there any dependencies? Do you have any dependencies in relation to the tasks that you have to complete? And then put them in as dependencies on your Gantt chart. All right, tip number five, don't underestimate time to complete. This is a big one. I would rather overestimate the time and then deliver earlier than underestimate time and create a bottleneck or a huge problem in terms of my ability to deliver based on my timeline. So when you are talking to the streams, and, and I guess here I'm talking to you about the fact that it's about the relationship that you have with the people working on your project such that you are able to go to them and get an honest response or an honest answer from them about how long it will really take for them to complete this project task. Now, sometimes they might blow it out of the water by telling you, oh, it's going to take three months and you've only got one month. Then you've got a problem. Then you start to ask the questions, well, okay, what's it going to take for us? If you believe that it's honestly going to take three months, what would it take or what do I need in order to have it delivered in one month? Is that two additional resources? Is that one additional full-time resource? I mean, you have to understand all of this because this is going to impact on your ability to successfully deliver. 
So have the conversations, hard and all as they might be, have these conversations up front. And of course, you should be setting up your schedule at the start of your project. Like I said, it should you should start thinking about it as part of your business case. And then from there, it's about putting the detail in place so that you can successfully monitor. And I know I've talked about this, but the monitoring is not about just being able to say green or red or amber. It's about how are your relationships going? How are people going? How are people feeling? Are they feeling acknowledged? Are they working effectively and efficiently? All of these things will impact on your ability to be able to track successfully and know exactly where your schedule is sitting at any given time. So it is about the relationships. It's not just about the schedule. Tip number six, make it logical. When you are putting together a Gantt chart for or project plan for your project, don't have things all over the place. Put them in a logical order, a step-by-step process of the way that things need to be completed in order to deliver the outcome. It's no good capturing all of these tasks that need to be done, not putting them into groups, not putting them into a a logical and, and relevant order, because then how on earth are you going to be able to track it? You can't. So group things into particular areas or phases or sub subgroups whatever it is that you want to call them but capture the things together that make a logical trail from start to end and then make sure that your Gantt chart reflects that logical view if you don't know how to do that get support reach out and I'll see if I can help with some how-tos or whatever the case may be. But this is a key step. Your project schedule, your project Gantt chart needs to be logical. It needs to be in a logical order. Now, tip number seven, and I've just mentioned this before, is to chunk everything into stages. I like to call them stages as opposed to phases. Phases for me are phase one is we're going to do the must-haves. Phase two is the next night nice-to-haves or those additional, you know, extra little bells and whistles type things. That's phases. Stages within your project are the fact that, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to have the development team work on the UI interfaces with the business so they understand what the end product needs to look like. Then they go and work, that's that's one stage, the first stage. And then the second stage is how the developers are then going to develop the pages, the interfaces, the databases, all of the things behind that in order to make it all happen. So, and again, there might be different phases different stages within that particular high level stage. This is where the logical piece comes in. What is the logical steps that need to be completed in order for you to deliver whatever your change is that you've called out in your business case? Okay, so hopefully each of these seven tips are going to help you to get a better, more succinct, easier to track, project schedule slash Gantt chart put together for your project and this is going to help your 
what's the word I'm looking for? Your how you're seen by your project sponsor, how you're seen by your project control board, and it will let the team feel as if you are in control of what's going on and that you do know what's going on. Because if they see that your schedule is all over the place and when you come to a team meeting to ask how things are going, you're, you've got chaos reigning, that's not going to give them a good feeling. So make sure that your schedule is down to the right level of detail, succinct, dependencies are called out, and it is logical in a logical flow so that once the top things are getting done, they're just closed off and then you're just working on the rest of your of the project uh, to delivery. Hopefully these seven tips have helped you. As I said, call out if you need more information or there's anything in particular you get stuck on. Like, subscribe and remember to claim your CPD points if you're a PMP or higher. And I will talk to you next week for another episode of Project Management Insights. Thank you for listening to this Project Management Insights podcast. Be sure to visit projectmanagementinsight.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter or to receive updates on upcoming training.